And now for your Connecticut County Sheriff's Report with Brian Smith here on Q Media Group's On Demand. 32 and we had some light snow this morning but for the most part I think that's kind of finishing up and that's okay and we didn't get as much snow Brian as what they I heard up around Duluth they had quite a bit of snow. Uh, actually I just talked to somebody um, they're uh, three to five inches they got in that that Duluth area um, might have been more towards uh, towards Ely uh, but it's supposedly it's heavy as concrete. Can you imagine the the moisture part of that this time of year? Well, I tell you what, uh, I had to drive to uh, the North Metro last night, and it was like monsoon season down there, raining. Oh, it rained and hard. If it had been snow, we'd had two feet. I believe that, Brian. Absolutely. And I should mention, this is Brian Smith, by the way. <laughs> I just take advantage of, <laughs> you know, you're kind of like Cher or Madonna. I can just say Brian and they know. Oh, yeah, sure, right. Yeah, there we go. But I should say, it's <laughs> yeah, Brian, this is Brian Smith, our Canadian County Sheriff, and we chat on Thursday mornings about this time. And again, I'll bring up our sponsors because we so appreciate it, Quality Disposal and Bozeman Newton Insurance. They actually paid to kind of be part of this whole thing. What do you think of that, Brian? That, that's kind of crazy. It's great, though, right? It is, and it is. And it's, uh, it's a great partnership, and without, uh, without those sponsors, uh, some stuff doesn't go go around absolutely so we do we so appreciate it but yeah this this time of year I, I heard on the news last night that when we get snow this time of year it's obviously different i mean we're minnesotans we know that but they had a whole meteorological explanation of how much more water is in the snow this time of year compared to let's say january right right and well and normally in, in you know my recollection of past decades of snow. <laughs> uh, March is usually a pretty heavy snow time, and uh, we were just a little bit too warm, I think, and uh, too much warm air, and it didn't turn into snow, so we got rain instead. For the most part, yeah, there was just a little snow this morning when I came into work, uh, just enough to say, aha, you lucked out, you know, kind yep, of thing. Right. But it'll mm-hmm. be gone today because we'll have temps around 44, some sunshine, so we'll be back to those nicer temps. But more than likely, we're not out of the woods. We could always have more snow, and I think we just oh, know yeah. that. And here's the yep. the plus side is the nitrogen is really good for gardens and crops, and so there is there is right. good that comes right. out of these late-season systems that move through. Absolutely. We need them. So, my dear, what has been happening since you and I chatted last Thursday? Well, um, we had about uh, 220 calls for service in the past week. Wow. Um, we had a lot of suspicious calls, so people are calling in weird stuff that they've seen, hmm. and uh, there was about 20 of those calls. Um, we only had a few scam calls, um, so that was down a little bit since in past weeks. So either people aren't calling us, or maybe they've maybe they've dropped a little bit. A um, few theft calls, one burglary of a unoccupied uh, seasonal building. Um, and a few our domestics and drug stuff was up. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah, we had about uh, we had about ten arrests in the past week. Um, many of those were due to uh, drugs, domestics, or warrants stemming from those. That was the uh, vast majority of it. Okay. HRO violation, one terroristic threats, one weapons charge, um, but mostly revolving around drugs and 
domestic assault type situations. Well, they seem to go a little bit hand in hand, unfortunately. Unfortunately, you know? yes. Yep. You yep. Know? Either drugs or alcohol usually is uh, at the root of uh, some of those domestic calls. No doubt about it. And the suspicious calls, again, are they just kind of a car that's that's normally not there? Or what do you find yeah, with that, Brad? It's, a, it's really a wide array. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's cars. Um, I, I'd say maybe a majority of them are, are either strange cars in the area or vehicles acting oddly, like pulling into driveways or um, driving by really slow those kinds of things, um, mm-hmm. but we've we've had some we've had some suspicious where people just wandering around aimlessly and nobody recognizes them and or they're acting odd. Okay, uh, we've had a fair amount of that too, and and a lot of that it turns out stems from uh, drug use and homelessness. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a sad deal? I mean, it just yep. breaks your heart. Yep. These people don't have a place to be, and then if there are drugs involved they can be confused and uh, you know right. it's just right. that's a tough deal you really feel for people and really in those cases when somebody does say hey I'm concerned about this person you know it's maybe a good thing that you guys can get involved in some way and say okay we can maybe get you to whatever help we can we can find for right. you right and and the ones that I'm seeing here um, they're not from here okay you know they're they're they, they come they end up here because <laughs> Their drug use, I think, has gotten bad enough that whoever they're riding with dumps them off because they can't deal with them anymore. Oh, boy. And so they, get, so they get stranded here, and they don't have a ride to get back to where they need to get to. Man, it's just... And to, to have your life so on the brink that you are literally just a car ride away from... You see what I mean? Just the, right. the instability yep. of that just, again, kind of breaks my heart. Yep. So, And I know you guys, well, you're trained to deal with that. Whole, yeah. Yeah, we are. We aren't. Uh, there's yeah. not a lot of resources locally for that kind of stuff here. Um, that's kind of a, a metro resource more than it is up here. You know, we do the best we can, but uh, there's not a lot of resources um, to deal with that. Um, obviously, we're not a taxi service. Right, and right. I get it. generally don't give rides for that. Um, but uh, uh, we, we've seen more of it because of this pandemic and you know the people that are like you mentioned are on the brink this is this pandemic is really the brink is much more um it's sharper yeah that's a good way of putting it and it's just right in in a case like that and i know maybe there isn't a good answer here brian but can these folks if they are let's say from the metro and they end up here is I'm assuming they don't have an address or anything, but is there a way to, you know, coordinate with the cities or where they came from? I'm just curious what they ultimately end up doing. Well, ultimately, we try and get them in touch with a family or friends that more or less got them here in the first place. Okay. So a lot of times they don't even have a way to contact them. Uh, They don't. They don't always have phones and that kind of stuff. You know, everybody assumes everybody's got a cell phone. Well. Some of those on the brink, they can't even they can't even do that. Right. No. So uh, they have no way of communicating. So sometimes it's just a matter of a phone call. You know, making a phone call and saying, "Hey, I'm stuck here in Mora or Ogilvy or wherever it may be, and uh, I need a ride. Can you come and get me?" And usually, in the end, um, we're able to solve it that way. 
have something work out. Yeah, yep. it's just like yep. I say. And a lot of times, you know, they're, they're, they do have addresses, or at least we're given addresses. So it isn't always that they don't have an address. It isn't always that they're completely homeless, but they they may not have a residence of their own, so they're staying with other folks. Sure, they have to make that connection with somebody, family, friend, yeah. somebody that can help them get where they need to be yep. at least yeah all right yep. Yep. well other things i wanted to just tap on today on a on, let's say on a happier note um hopefully as things go forward with the vaccine and that was the other thing i wanted to touch on today is i know when i, t- I took a friend well i took my brother actually to go get his covid shot here it's probably been a month or so ago over at the wellness center in mora and i noticed yep. there, there is usually like a, a sheriff's car or somebody there just and i'm just for people to understand is that just kind of to handle traffic flow or what what is the purpose there that's exactly what it is it's to handle traffic flow and it's to be a you know it's a more a visible um point of information so okay. if people have questions or are maybe a little lost um that's usually like a magnet to draw people there and ask the questions where do i need to be sure and so our sheriff's reserves have been doing that um, at just about every one of the vaccine clinics that they've had. So they'll post themselves outside the uh, driveway leading to the wellness center because a lot of people don't know where that's at. Mm-hmm. And they're just there to ask questions and then they guide people, you know, once again in the lot, this is what you need to do because a lot of it, they don't want you coming in early, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just help them out with those details so it flows better. It's a good idea. I know uh, the parking situation there because, again, there's people coming and going and just pulling out. I noticed I was glad I got a parking spot and was able to get back out because it becomes a little bit of a a juggling match, let's say, because there are a lot of people coming and going. And uh, so it's great to have that presence there, I think, just in case somebody needs help. Yeah, and and they're they're amping things up a little. Um, In fact, today and tomorrow... They've got uh, significantly more vaccines, so they've got more people administering the, the shots. Um, but they're having, they're doing a thousand instead of five hundred okay. um, today. Okay. So there's a lot more activity, and it's going to be a, a bit more of a buzz. So just be prepared so, for that. Yeah, if, if you are someone right. that has an appointment and it is, it is only by appointment. So I know that for a fact. You you know you need to call. You need to get on a list or whatever the case may be to get to make sure that you qualify. And you know there's a whole thing to go through there. But once you're there to the parking area, you just need to be aware that there could be extra amount of people today. Is what you're saying? Right. And and just so just so everybody knows, you know they've opened it up um, uh, to a broader um, broader category um, of folks that can. Can go so if you have a if you have a uh, significant health issue um, and you are uh, between the ages of 16 and 60 I believe it is um, and you have a significant health issue um, you can you you are eligible now um, uh, they they lowered the it was 65 and up and now it's 60 and up um, so that they're, they've got vaccine to get to more people. So if you fall into these new categories, and you can go online to the public health website, and they've got it all listed out. And I think the state 
Department of Health has all that information, and uh, and then just call. And if if you fall into those categories or you think you do, folks will help you get um, get get you in and get you an appointment. Um, and I know they were. I don't know that they were even full today yet. So there is still the opportunity possibly to get one today or tomorrow. So, yeah, the best thing, and I know just because, uh, Patty, I think you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she did just give me a quick uh, list of things here. And you're, there is so much, Brian. You did a good job just touching on the basics there. But if you want to find out if you fit the categories, okay, for this new tier of people that can be vaccinated, org black backslash health that you can schedule there that you can go through that process if there's availability and then like brian mentioned you can go to the the state department of health too but for our local it makes a lot of sense to go to the canaba county uh dot org website and then the phone number if you want to call is 320-679-6417 and they can help you determine eligibility and if there is availability for the vaccine whether it's now or you know down the road uh that'll help get that moving for you so some good news they've there. been they've been getting vaccine <clears throat> almost every week if not every week now for the last month um so if you didn't get in or you couldn't get in keep trying um and uh, you know they they really do want to get as many people vaccinated as possible so they're they're trying really hard to get those out to those that uh want it and i i just think that our county we need to be so proud of, of everyone that's been involved with this process because it's not easy. It's certainly around the country, but I'm going to look right in our backyard here. The coordination between Wellia and Canaba County Public Health and then like your sheriff's reserves and all the people that help make this be coordinated as it is. Um, I mean, I have heard nothing but... I didn't go in with my brother when he had his shot, but he commented to me, he said, it is so organized. You go in... You know, you just boom, 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 right through it. You sit and wait because you get your shot. You need to wait about 15 minutes uh, to make sure yep. there isn't a reaction. And so there's certain things that happen. Right. But right. every er, there is not one person that I have heard from, and I, I would say at least a couple dozen people that have said to me how well organized uh, our system is here in Canaba County. Yeah, and they worked really hard at that, and they put in a lot of extra hours behind the scenes, um, and I know that. Uh, personally for, for personal <laughs> yeah uh so uh it truly is a community effort um and our people are working really hard to try and help get this thing under control so we can get back to some sort of normalcy no and speaking of that well we've got just a minute or two here brian there are so many things that the sheriff's uh, group does as a whole through the badges program and badges stands for building awareness to develop, grow, and educate our society. That's what the badges program is. And I know in, and let's, I don't even know if normal is the word, but a more typical year without COVID, there are a lot of things that you guys do, and we don't have a ton of time, but it's everything from take a kid fishing, there's the National Night Out, I think people are familiar with that. Um, yep. Around the holidays, they do the shop with a cop deal. There's, there's a lot of different things that you guys do in the community, and I hope we can get back to some of that this year. We hope so. Um, you know, we we did some of those events. We did not do National Night Out. Um, that was pretty much shut down across the nation, I think, mm -hmm. um, just because you, you couldn't keep it within the guidelines that were there for a group gathering. Mm -hmm. So there's no way to do that safely. Um, the, the Shop of the Cop, we did that, but we couldn't do it 
the way we would like to do it. So we 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 did the shopping, so the kids weren't able to go with us. Oh, sure. Uh, but we we went and did the shopping and delivered the gifts to the families, and so we were still able to bring some cheer. Um, just wasn't the, the outreach that we'd like to have. Um, we weren't able to do our uh, 5K run last year for our fundraiser, um, so maybe we can do that this year. You know, there's other events that they've done it. Um, you know, it's not exactly the way, you know, it's not a mass run, but um, they're able to do events like Vassalopit and, and things like that. I know the canoe race is still on, on the go for this year so far. Um, but you got to change all that because you can't just have a mass start and do it safely. Sure, it's more of a rolling start, I understand. That's what they yeah, call it. Yeah, wave. Yep. Kind of a wave wave starts. It yep. makes sense. Well, I just, yeah. I'm just so hopeful, Brian. Like I say, I, hope is the, the word, I guess, uh, that as we go forward, and like you say, the vaccines, we get those shots in the arm, everybody's hearing about that, and we get to a further along point, you know, I think more and more will open up. It just makes sense, and, and we look forward to that. And I just appreciate everything that you guys do all year long that I don't know if everybody always knows about that. So that's one of the main reasons when you and I have this time to chat, I think it's so good to pass along really what goes on sometimes behind the scenes that people don't realize, just like you said with, with, county, with the county health department and with Wellia, all that it takes to make some of this stuff come to fruition. Uh, you're right. doing, you're doing, you're doing good there, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, thank you. Really do. Hey, uh, yes. I gotta let you go. I gotta, okay. I gotta run. You um, run. Thank so. you so much, as always, and we'll catch up next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Brian. Thank appreciate you. it. Bye bye. Have a great day. You too. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.